0: Reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat Text One Sixty Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Dwaita Chandra Jaya Gore Bhakta Brinda Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Bhikshakari prabhu hoy hari shitaman yatavasi aci bhaktigan After begging alms the lord became joyful he then returned to where the devotees were waiting. Om Agana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chaksur Unmalatamyena Tazmai Sri Gurve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Stapi Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Kadha Rupakadhamayam Didati Svapadhantikam Mancha kalpa turubhyascha, kripa sindhu bhayevacha, patitanam pavane bhio, vaishnava namo nama, shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda, siyadweta gadadhar, sivas adi gore vrinda, hare krishna, hare krishna, 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 hare, hare, hare rama, hare rama, rama rama, rama, rama hare hare. So, greetings from New Jersey. I told you I go back and forth just to move my wheels, so to speak. Um, okay, daylight savings time for me means I lost an hour of my morning bhajan. And, uh, okay, so we're following the Lord's travels to Arissa. You know, every journey has great expectations. Of course, materially... Things are never as good as they are, and generally never as bad as they are. But spiritually, they can always be better. So there's even more expectation on a spiritual journey. You know, I always was studying the pastime of a crew, and, you know, now I will meet the Lord of my life. Prabhupada in the second canto, not the second canto, it's, it's, I think it's Shona Karishi, but one of the speakers, you know, he condemns the senses if they're not used in Krishna's service. You know, what are the eyes? Use of the eyes if they don't see the Supreme Lord, they like the eyes on a peacock, and what's the use of so many things? And what's the the legs? Just like a tree trunk, if they don't use the walking tendency to go to pilgrimage and the temples of the Lord. It's so absorbing, just the thought. You know, I'm having a a little pilgrimage at the end of April in Cali, Colombia. And we have we got quite a good response, considering that I only sent it to my list of people that come to my Vyas I mean, it's it's. I think it went to about seventy or so people, and some of those people are out of the country, and you know, so it's a very small amount. But still, we got a quite we we got about fifteen people so far coming, considering that. When you come back, you have to be quarantined and you also miss some time. So this, so look forward to those Chore Brittani or Brittani Chore Brittani as Vidura said when he was going on pilgrimage. I vow only for Krishna. And that's where the that's uh, that's where the real taste comes in Krishna consciousness. It comes from without interruption. That's called pure devotional service. without break. That's where the real taste is. That's the difference between why Nishta leads to Ruchi, because Nishta means you're fixed. And when you're fixed, there's, tape, there's, there's taste. I, I give the example. as an example I gave myself being up to Rishikesh the first time and drinking the water when it came down from the mountains before it went through the plains where, you know, it goes through the earth and it, it accumulates minerals and things like that. And it was so sweet. And then I understood what the Gita said, Ra, rasa hum, apso konte I am the taste of water. And when is water tasteful? Water is tasteful when it is only water. And when is devotion tasteful? When it's only devotion. And, and that's what pilgrimage allows one to do. And I see this list. I, I, I it's hard to see someone here that actually hasn't been to, with me to India and when you're absorbed all the time in in Krishna, 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 Krishna. When you're absorbed all the time, what an elevation of consciousness there is and what a faith builder is, because that's what faith is. I I quote that from a Christian apologist that faith means trust by experience. It's those experiences of, of absorption that convince us that this is a transcendent goal, that this is a flavor and a taste of something that we cannot be had here in the material world. And that this should be our flavor to get that kind of absorption and get that kind of taste, have that kind of feeling of love in our heart. That that becomes our goal. And our goal is our faith. Our faith is our goal. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he's in complete ecstasy because he's thinking of go, he's thinking of seeing Lord Jagannath. He's thinking of going to Puri. You know, we missed our Puri Yatra this year. Those of you that have been on my Puri Yatra, you know how blissful it is when devotional service is easy, <laughs> and you become absorbed in it and what it does to the consciousness. And it lets you understand that real happiness is not things, it's consciousness. And we accrue things only to change consciousness, but it's consciousness, it's consciousness that is happiness. And we have the method in Krishna consciousness, no doubt, to change the consciousness. To change the consciousness. So Lord Chaitanya is in ecstasy and he arrives in Arissa. Remember the last pastime we had, the last story is the boatman. Reasonably, not understanding that this was the Supreme Lord, reasonably was, was concerned that the devotees were doing such loud Kirtan this there's, there's the, the the tiger the sundarban they were going to arrive in the sundarban where the ganga enters into the ocean and on the other side of the sundarban i think that's Orissa one side is maybe bengal or something it must be from the story i'm not sure about the geography exactly but This famous, I knew when I was in India, I had had a godbrother who was from the Sundarbath and I knew they they were the tigers in the Sundarbath and the man-eating tigers and and the, the crocodiles and the danger of moving from one place to another when there is conflict between both sides and everyone becomes suspicious and they become paranoid and they become expedient But anyway, Lord Chaitanya arrives and he takes bath in some famous god and maybe it even became famous because he bathed there. And then because he didn't bring anything and the culture of India was that you didn't need it. And I, I would say even more, the culture in the East is also that, that way. Still, I, I had uh, this nice young man, Hugo or Ugo, who walked from France to India without any money. And the culture was when you come to a door that the Muslims, they see Allah. and Everywhere he got, even he's vegetarian, he got bread. He got what he wanted to eat. What what a faith builder when you take take away your material protective agents and then you finally discover that it's not you that's providing the food, it's not you that's providing pr- pr- protection, it's actually God that's doing it. And how much love that puts in your heart where, where you start to connect the your, your maintenance and protection you start to connect it to God rather than your own ego that I am the controller. I am the enjoyer. You start to connect it to God. That was the whole purpose of, 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 of sannyas. And we see Lord Chaitanya here is also joyful because I think he went out begging and he saw God give him food because he didn't have money. He couldn't earn it. He had nothing, but yet he would go, Radhe, Radhe. And people, I don't know what they say in Be- Arissa, but they say that in Vrindavan. And, and he got food. He got food. And now he's coming back joyful where the devotees are waiting. Again, my invitation if anybody visits me out in Govardhan, we will go to Govinda Kund. Aniur, the village of Aniur, and we'll go to one house very far out, Bridge Basi, his family has been cooking generation after generation for hundreds of years for those who go Perikram, and they go around, Radhe, Radhe. One time I was, and they get food. One time I had a film commissioned. It never really came out, but a friend of mine, a devotee, had won actually an international award for a film he made on Dave Priyag about the Ganga. So I asked him to do this and he paid for his ticket from Mayapur to come. And he, he filmed it. He filmed one man that walked around Govardhan Hill three times a day. (laughs) There are people that do that. Probably meant that 12 to 15 hours a day he was walking around Govardhan. He didn't have time to cook. So we, so he came to this house and my friend filmed him. And you have to see the, the purity of someone who is just completely dependent on God and has such conviction that God is the maintainer and God is the protector. What is that called? That's called Sharanagati. That's called faith. That's called taking shelter of God. And then that ego of I am the controller, I am the enjoyer, and this is moving against my way, and this is moving this way, and I want this, and I don't want this, and what will happen, and what's the next step, and this, and how will that happen, and what my reputation, the praise, the health, the sickness, the the pandemic, this non-pandemic, the vax, the anti-vax, and the whole thing. You know what a person is called who can't, who who says, well, I can either take a vax or not a vax. They're called bivactual. I can't hear all your hysterical laughter, but that was a joke I made up. And it's, it's going to be probably my next Monday morning greetings. I have no choice of what I write because Krishna every week, Krishna every week um, on Monday, I may have nothing. He'll give me an idea to write about and I have to write about it. That's my faith builder because I don't know how I come up with a topic every week. So I'm gonna <laughs> I, I'm gonna write a article. Are you are you are you bivactual? And maybe I'll have a scene, either in a very extremely liberal, like extremely liberal anti-vax home, or maybe a uh, uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, or or uh, an extremely liberal vax home. And then I'll have an extremely liberal anti-vax home. And the son will come back to the parents and say, mom, I have to tell you something. I'm bivaxual. Oh my God. (laughs) Either one, they would freak out. Oh, we were taking vaccines. Oh my God or you're not taking vaccines. You'll die, you're taking vaccines and you'll be infertile or it's... (laughs) So anyway, that dependence on God and, and the Lord became joyful. And then he returned where the devotees were waiting. This is this is really a blissful life. It used to be like that in India when I first came, where anyone can come to India and just walk around and live. Uh, are things advancing? We have to question that. Jagannanda cooked with great satisfaction, and then they ate in the company of the devotees. So I guess. When they begged, they got a little grain from each each place, gave a hand. That's another way. Sometimes a lot of time, usually they cook it themselves, but sometimes they'll give the grain. And he cooked with great satisfaction because what is satisfaction? It's love. It's not work, it's love. When a devotee does something, it's called seva. And I told you, one one bridge bossy once told me that people don't like to do service, then you can take away the the, the seva from the, uh, you can take away the the, the seva from seva and then it becomes just not seva from sevak and then it just becomes vak and vakasa. That means a demon. The the main characteristic of a devotee is that he likes to serve. A liking for devotional service. That's the main quality of a devotee. So he cooks with great satisfaction. And then the Lord ate in the company of the devotees. one of the wonderful ways to exchange love is to take and accept prasadam. And I I always, I rail against the modern culture where there's not home-cooked meals because it means a lot for the psychology of people. You know, get a can of mac and cheese or whatever people do. That's serving prasadam, accepting prasadam a culture of the heart. Mahaprabhu and the devotees performed Sankirtan the entire night in that village and then departed early the next morning. So, definitely not on the bodily platform. And such taste, such consciousness, chanting. After they traveled some distance, a sinful toll collector stopped them and would not allow them to go further without paying taxes. So if you go on someone's land, then they were charging taxes. And if you ever seen this in India, right now there's some good management going on in uh at least in some aspects in Uttar Pradesh where Vrindavan is. The chief minister is a sadhu. But in in Govardhan now, you can't get into Govardhan with a car. There's so many cars and you can't get in. And they made a huge road Around Govardhan, not the prickram path, but another road where cars can go and, and whatever. So, and they stopped those toll collectors. People would just set up the things and harass everybody for everything. So, struck with wonder on seeing the Lord's effulgence, he asked, How many people are with you? So the Lord had a particular body, I forgot what it's called, but it was auspicious arms that hang down to the knees and lotus eyes and, and there's an effulgence, there's an effulgence. When, when the heart is satisfied, it shows in a person's face. And I told you there's a type of smile, I, I, it's Krishna has called smitta, where the happiness that's expressed and the teeth don't show, is coming from the heart where hasya or laughter is is, is inspired from, from externally to one. And those people have very, they're, they're, you look at them, they're just so pleasing and you wanna serve. Opulence inspires us to serve. Krishna has all six opulences, we're inspired to serve. And one is his beauty and his beauty is expressed The beauty of Krishna, the beauty of Radharani is an expression of their desire to please each other. Radharani is Mahabhav Sarup, her her intense love manifest in a form eternally to please Krishna. So the the physical manifestation of Radha and Krishna is also a, a direct manifestation of their love. And therefore, the face is the index of the mind. And you can see it in that person. You can see their happiness. You can see their compassion. You you can see a person's compassion in their face. You can see a person's happiness in their face. The Lord replied, I have no one in this world. I do not belong to anyone. I tell you this fact, I'm alone with no companion. The entire world is mine, as the Lord spoke incessant tears flowed from his eyes. So he's in the mood of a, well, it's hard to say if he's in the mood of a devotee or is in the mood of God, but either way, because in the mood of God, well, how many people are with you? Well, he, you know, he's in a mood of non, he's in a mood of non-possessiveness. He's a sannyasi and he's detached. He's already given up in his family. His companion in his heart is God. The one supreme Lord resides hidden within all living entities. Okay. The Lord walked down the road chanting Govinda. He left the others beyond and sat in distance. Well, one of his opulences, renunciation. Of course, he's both Sarvagya and mudatta, So he's in a, just a transcendental spiritual mood. And he acts so oblivious sometimes to what's external to him. Because he's in this mood. But at the same time, he's God and he's all-knowing. So even though he's leaving them, he's not really leaving them. But on another sense, he is. He, 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 who are these people with you? I, I, I An emotional, spiritual reality. I have no possessiveness. I belong to no one. I own no one. Kind of a blissful consciousness, except for God, who is eternal real and dear. He's the worthy object of love. I remember I told this story that Ridan many, many years ago showed me a letter where his mother was trying to get him back or something and said, just come home and you want to be spiritual, be a rabbi. And I remember his line. I remember in that letter, our eternal relationship is with Krishna and all others are temporary so on a certain platform not artificially one can see in that way when the lord left everyone and continued on the devotees became this doesn't make sense it says despondent in their happiness there there must be an editing mistake i'll have to get that checked out but now i can't tell Vishad, I see the word Vishad. It means depressed. Well, on the spiritual platform, there, there's no there there's no duality because every emotion is transcendental joy. So there's an emotion called death, there's an emotion called dejection but it's in relationship to Krishna. So the emotions increase the thoughts of Krishna and actually transcendental happiness. So you're fearful, you're fearful of Krishna and you're thinking of Krishna more. So somehow or other on that platform, there's no duality. And the example is given that sometimes ice can burn, at least dry ice can burn. So it's something cold that is hot. Just like that, there's somehow it's transcendental, it, 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 it has no duality. On seeing the Lord's pastimes of complete detachment, they all began to laugh amongst themselves. And, and you know humor is a very interesting thing. I, I once wanted to write an article on humor, what makes something funny. And I, I, and I actually found out that every great philosopher from Aristotle to Schopenhauer, 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 Schopenhauer. I can't forget, Kant, Immanuel Kant, they all had a philosophy of what makes something funny. And, and, And this is actually the truth. The person who had the most profound definition of humor was Marx. Groucho Marx, reason gone mad. That's that's what's funny. And I I wrote an article on, 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 I wrote another article about 20 years ago on this, where I, I concluded that the way humor works in the world is what's funny is conditioning. And humor is the way to discourage conditioning. Because everyone should one should act by reason. That's you know, what is what is a what is a a, 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 a sober person? He, he acts by reason. What is an intelligent person? What's a wise person? He acts by reason. So there's something about this world that humor discourages conditioning, because it's funny. You laugh at it. It reveals its folly, so they were laughing amongst themselves because this made no sense with Lord Chaitanya. You know, the guy he asked him, you know, the, who are these with you? He's not with me, and then he sees the falcon. Okay, you go, you go, and now they're they're kind of find that humorous. Yet they were unhappy because they feared that the Lord might let them all, leave them all and go. So in one sense. Initially it was funny, but then he thought, wait, he's, he may be God and we may be stuck here. And they became unhappy, but it's all in relationship with their love for God. And this is what rasa is. Rasa is when love reaches its height and that's the ultimate pleasure. And rasa requires drama. So there's drama. Nityananda, how solaced them, do not worry, the Lord will not go anywhere without us. The toll collector said, "You are not with the sannyasi, so you should pay the fees. After leaving his associates behind, the Lord sat down in the distance and began to cry with his head between his knees. Even wood and stone would melt on hearing such crying. When the toll collector saw that wonderful sight, he began to consider. So what is he, what is he? he he's, he's in the mood of Radha, which is the highest emotion. So, so, so when you're on that platform, don't expect someone on that platform to move according to their intelligence. They're moving according to their love and their heart. And that emotion is so strong that when you see it, it breaks your heart. Just like when, when, when Sanatan Goswami went to Lord Chaitanya to beg for a shelter and he had a straw between his teeth, Lord Chaitanya said, Your 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 humility, your humility is breaking. Your humility is breaking my heart. Your humility is breaking my heart. And this image is always there of of emotion, meaning uh, something that moves and something that's heart doesn't. So in relation to emotion, when it's hard-hearted, you're not moved very easily. And when it when it when it's melting, it means you're moving very easily. So it's it, it, it it's always that kind of poetic image of something that's very moving is like melting. Was that that was song by Naratam Das Dakur? De koore nai E mana do jure, Just by hearing your qualities, by hearing the qualities of your mercy, the birds and the beasts cry, and the stones melt. Also, Naratam Dasdharkur describes Krishnadas Kaviraj, Rasika Bhaktamaj. He's describing that Krishnadas Kaviraj is the chi- Rasika Bhaktamaj. He's the, the king of devotees who describes this rasa. And when you hear when you hear what Krishnadas Kaviraj describes in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, The stones melt, but I am so unfortunate that this doesn't happen to me. Even wood and stone would melt on hearing such crying. When the toll collector saw that wonderful sight, he began to consider. The toll collector thought this person is certainly not an ordinary human being, can a ordinary human being shed some tears because this is not ordinary. This is called satvika bhav. This is some, the water element in your whole body just begins to discharge from the prana being discharged by the agitation of the mind in, in terms of, of some type of thought. The toll collector then respectfully asked the devotees, who are you, who is your leader? Tell me the truth. They will reply, he is the Lord of all. You must have heard his name. Sri Krishna Chaitanya. We are all his servants. Tears flowed from their eyes as they spoke. So they're also just thinking of that conception that I belong to God. I belong to guru. And just having that conception in one's heart, how satisfying that is, how relieving that is, how emotional that is, how devotional that is. The toll collector became astonished on seeing their ecstatic love and tears flowed from his eyes. It's an extraordinary sight to see the manifestation of prema-bhakti. And you're seeing it. You're seeing an emotion as it forms and, and manifests physically. And it can't be duplicated artificially. Therefore, when there, when, when Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur describes the nine symptoms, he describes the nine symptoms of Baba. He said the bodily transformations can be imitated. They, they can be imitated. Someone can cry. Someone can roll on the ground. We see that in Vrindavan. Someone out of ego would would, would think they're the greatest devotee and whirl around and then fall on the floor and faint and cry and. It's imitation, but he said, "Still, better to judge for yourself and others' actions, not just emotions. The actions, not not just the the, the emotional actions, but but the the the, the qualities of." being always engaged in Krishna's service, being tolerant and self-controlled and always chanting the holy name and being eager to see the Lord's holy places. So tears flowed from his eyes. He hurriedly went and fell at the Lord's feet, offered obeisances and spoke with humility. So very good, he made a mistake, he took the humble position and tried to rectify it. Again, that's a great formula. You make a mistake, take the humble position and try to rectify it. The first thing is admitting the mistake because the false ego resists anything which appears to lose one's power because the false ego wants to control, to enjoy. So anything that compromises that power of superiority, then it shuns. So very, it's very rare for people to admit mistakes. Seeing you as the fulfillment of whatever piety I've accumulated in millions of lifetimes. Seeing Lord Chaitanya in his ecstatic state, what had he done? ocean of mercy, please forgive my offenses. Go quickly to Nilachal and see the Lord. After casting his merciful glances on the toll collector, the Lord of all entities chanted the name of Hari and departed. Even demons are transformed by hearing the qualities and names of Lord Chaitanya. Only the most sinful miscreants do not accept them. In this way, the Lord of Vaikuntha mercifully, mercifully glanced mercifully on everyone as he continued on his way till Nilachala. In his own ecstatic love, the Lord did not know which way to go. Day and night, he was overwhelmed from drinking the mellows of ecstatic love. Nidja Premanande Prabhu, Patanahi Jane, Ahanisha Shuvalachala. Suvivala prema rasa pane. While traveling this way, Mahaprabhu arrived a few days at the Suvar- Suvarna Reiki River. Suvarna means gold. The Lord and the Vaishnavas took their bath there in the most pure waters of the Suvarna Reiki River. Again, advancement. What is our advancement? The rivers used to be clean. Imagine living in New York City if the Hudson River was was pure and clean, how people could bathe in it, people could drink in it, how auspicious it would be to, 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 to see it. Well, that's what India used to be like. When I go to Colombia, in Kali, I hope that we visit the Ponzi River. It's like riding up the side of like a, a, a mountain, you know, or like a valley, actually more like a valley. So the mountains to one side and the rivers to the other side, but on the other side, the mountains come up and the water flows down. And then you have these like three feet rushing waterfalls, like really rushing and ice cold water. And it's amazing, you go in there and after a while you don't feel the water. And then you go to those waterfalls and and just clean water. And you look up and you see the mountains and the trees and the flowers. That is advancement what it does to your consciousness, Whew. Nityananda, the company of Sri Jagannanda fell far behind. Oh, Sri Sunda, who is the Lord in the form of a human, made the Suvarna Rekha glorious by taking bath in her river waters, and then continuing on his journey. Nityananda and the company of Sri Jagannanda fell far behind. Gorchanda went some distance ahead and then sat down to wait for Nityananda Saru. Lord Nityananda was always restless and intoxicated from being absorbed in thoughts of Lord Chaitanya. So different types of spiritual personalities. I I mentioned these points so many times. Same and different. Like different shapes of metal, iron and fire. They're all heat and light. You can look at it that way. They're the same, but they have different shapes. They're different. So you can look at devotees that way. They're the same, but they have different proclivities, different propensities the Monday morning greetings coming out tomorrow will be called The Fault is Not the Whole Person. And how a Vaishnava refuses to let someone's difference in proclivity or viewpoint or personality obscure their vision of that person's core devotional ideal and how in the material world, we get so caught up in our differences in viewpoints, even in a Vaishnav society, our differences in viewpoints, our differences in personality, our differences in nature, political persuasions and and this and that. It's a tiny part. And it just happens to be different than ours in conflicts. And therefore, we, 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 we Institutions look at each other as adversaries, they share the same love of Lord Chaitanya and the same love of of of, of Krishna, and they're all in bona fide sampradayas and they become adversaries because there's a little difference, and that little difference becomes the 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 we, 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 view people through the mis- with, we view people through the lens of their mistakes, the lens of their differences. And then, then it's Monday morning greetings. I was telling the story of Kala Krishna das He was the servant of Lord Chaitanya. He's in South India. And there was a tribe of gypsies who were known for their extraordinary beauty. And he became a lord. And Lord Chaitanya saved him. But didn't keep him any longer as his personal assistant and sent him back. <clears throat> and he went <clears throat> and he took shelter of Lord Chita- Lord Nityananda, who refused to see him through the lens of his mistakes. Refused and gave him the service of giving information to Mother Sachi, a confidential ser- servant. I told the other story in that of an Indian gentleman I knew who actually did substantial service for ISKCON, was very favored by Prabhupada. He was unmarried, he was retired to Vrindavan. He had a the house. I, he used to give me the, the room on the top of his house near the Krishna Krishnabalarmandiya just to get away from everything. And some locals found him in a compromised position with some lady And they they made a scandal. They made a scandal. They humiliated him. And somehow or other, I was around there when his god brothers came because he was initiated in some Sampradaya. And I was just so impressed that they just refused to look at him through his mistakes. They saw his generosity. They saw his dedication. They saw his sincerity. And then compassionately, they told him that better now that he's older, that he moves to their ashram where he has shelter. So sometimes difficult. Anyway, Lord Nityananda being always restless and intoxicated was absorbed in thoughts of of Lord Chaitanya Sometimes he roared loudly. Sometimes he cried. Sometimes he laughed loudly. And sometimes he made thundering sounds. Sometimes he would swim in the middle of rivers. Sometimes he would smear dust all over his body. He just wasn't focused on the external. Oh, I, I was meant that now the point, different personalities. And Lord Nityananda had a particular spiritual personality. And that's how it manifests. And someone else could be sober and grave. It doesn't mean that one is more advanced than the other. Because the primary quality is their dedication and service to Krishna. And I've seen that. I've seen sometimes devotees with addictions who are honest about it and humble about it. but are very dedicated. But they're very dedicated. They wish they didn't have it. They wish they can control themselves. So we see a person through his dedication. It's no excuse for bad behavior. Because that becomes an offense if, if, if you use that. Okay, I'm gonna stop here. It's good. Gonna... Uh, I'm gonna be a little traveling, but I will be ready for the 11 o'clock class. So anybody would like to.
1: Arirbal Maharaj.
0: Okay,
1: Thank you so much for class. I love one of the, the first things that you said today, when you said material things may not get better, but spiritual, spiritual things can always get better. It's such an encouraging thing because
0: it is because we have our material expectations, they never really meet the standard. It's never the person's never as good as we thought, the place is never good as we thought. But you know, you you go to Vrindavan, you're like, Wow, that is like a hundred times better than I thought. You go to Puri, (laughs) Wow, this is like so much better than I thought because it just doesn't deal with the externals, it's an experience. The environment is connected with the consciousness. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Anybody else like to share something?
1: Hi, Krishna Maharaj, Shri Thank you for class. I I wanted to share um, how you spoke about how we view people through the lens of their differences and mistakes. And earlier you had said that the desire to serve manifests as beauty in the face. And it got me to thinking about how sometimes we can't even see that because we're pigeonholing people and just thinking of them in one way.
0: Yeah. I mean, it could be for a mistake. It could just be for a difference, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, 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 I'm really trying not to be that way. I could tell you that. And it's it's not easy because uh, we're a person and people disturb us sometimes yeah who is that hello yes anybody else like to say hello My well you just here and then next good you just dear so
1: you know we know that association is very important right and we also know that our maturing in love of god occurs when we get more broad-minded in terms of respecting and appreciating those around us right but it's often a balancing act how do we decide how much we're pushing ourselves in terms of association and is it just uh like i find myself you know I have a mixture of association through work and so on and um, sometimes the balance is hard to achieve I guess you know and
0: well I don't understand the balance between what
1: well um, the environment in which we live
0: yeah
1: right in the immediate environment the amount of time we spend with others needs to be balanced with our direct directly being in the fire a little bit you know especially when we're not that advanced So that balance I guess what I'm asking is what kind of markers can we use that are practical to re, to help us be guided when that tipping point you know what's the best for us and when what's not I, you know because we're some of us are so uh, immersed, you know, in a number of different activities.
0: Uh, let me understand the, the balance between our duties in the world that take, that seem to take us away from the association we need to advance.
1: Yeah. I just, I mean, I just gave a zoom on uh, integrating spiritual principles to empower your career. Yeah. So I prepared for 30, 40 hours to do that last week. And it's one thing to speak, Ideally, about you know, how you can remember Krishna, how you can see the souls, humility, appreciation, encouraging others, being kind, all of those wonderful things. Yet our consciousness does get affected
0: by the, the balance. Actually, you know, I have one friend, student, kind of, and he's a philosophy professor. And he's really into karma yoga. From the platform of the Gita. And and he wrote a one-page thing about how he keeps spiritual consciousness when he's working according to the principles of Gita. So if you send me a something, I'll try to find it for you. It's 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 a combination of taking, you know some time off during the day the, the work for meditation it's 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 a combination of what, how you look at people and and and, and things and th- there's a way to connect it um yeah and i and i think in terms of material things it's like you know we do our duty and if it's not kind of favorable, right? You know, like if it's not kind of favorable, then we do it as we do it nicely as much as we have and no more, <laughs> you know? But, that, but you know, I, I think that's the principle as much as we have to, but no more, you know? But I think it's it, it really based on, on how to really ground ourselves in spiritual consciousness by our sadhana and by um, somehow learning how to keep that in the forefront. Okay, thank you, dear. Okay, good. Anybody else? Kalachandra, are you there with Shradhanjali? No. Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Okay, you're there. Haribo. Yes. Haribo. And you we know deal, who, who? We deal t- with this. What's that? Okay. Oh, I was just going to say that we we deal with this, you know, in our workplaces as well. Oh. Being wow. living far away from other devotees and everything, so. It's an interesting topic. It's an interesting topic. Yeah, I'll, I, maybe I'll, I'll I'll share what that... I'll ask the person if I can share it more widely, what he wrote for me, and maybe post it Thank on the you. thing. But the the person who told me, and I'm going to tell the story in the Monday morning greetings, that the fault is not... The fault is not... The fault is not the whole person was Tamal Krishnamaraj. It mm. was a story where he actually... We, we, we're, uh, anyway, you, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, you'll have to read it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anybody else like to say hello, ask a question? Hello, Maharaj.
1: Thank you for a wonderful uh, class. And, you know, I was thinking this morning, you know, I know where I've been every Sunday morning for the last 15 years, and it's right here with
0: you. <laughs> wow. Uh, Henry, it's always great to see you. And so many memories from not just the house, but Vrindavan. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Thanks for the class. Thank you. Who is that? Oh. Sri Radhika Devidasi. Yes, name. Where, where is Govardhan? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's that side. <laughs>
0: Another room. Okay, good. Nice. No,
1: the same room, but the other wall. <laughs>
0: okay. a- anybody
1: else? Thank you. Thank you. Hare Krishna, you. This is Malati.
0: Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Thank you so much for class. I enjoyed uh, hearing, especially the point about Lord Nityananda taking in the servant uh, and not seeing him based on his fault. That was just a particular aspect of his personality I hadn't heard before. I appreciated that. Well, wow, thank you, Ma. Nice to see you. Me too. Okay. Anybody else? Hey. hey a wonderful class. Wow, you guys have been to the beach, huh? Not today. <laughs> <laughs> no, we went for a weekend on vacation, Maharaj, with my sibling. Well, you, <laughs> you change colors. I, it, it's the summer there, right? Very yeah. hot there now, right? Yes, yeah, still. Anyway, we'll, we'll see you. You know.
1: Yes, Maharaj.
0: Yeah. We'll yes, Maharaj. Tell me. Okay. Let's I just wanted soon.
1: to. I just wanted to say, Maharaj, that I was hearing uh, last week's classes, and the story with Tamar Krishna Maharaj, um, it was uh, just wonderful. And it just, just reminded me when you were laughing. Uh, oh, the, the one that you went to his is, room. Is, oh, <laughs> yeah, <doing that>. so, <laughs> And then it reminded me the day that you were telling me about uh, chasing, right, chasing, uh, chasing rhinos okay. with the swami. Yeah. and you were going to tell us a story and you just couldn't stop laughing and laughing and laughing
0: about the doti remember the doti on the car I, I remember that well <laughs> uh, in the early days when they were in London they couldn't get any cars so somebody had a car, and he had a crank and it got stalled and Guda came out he, <laughs> he cranked the car and it took off his doti. <laughs> Okay. That, <laughs> then don't tell me that again, because that is the <laughs> funny one. We'll see you soon in, in Colombia. That's good. And and make an appointment so I can speak with uh, Sebastian sometime yes. this week, maybe Thursday or Friday, okay?
1: Okay, great, Maharaj. Thank you. Great, thank okay. you. Thank
0: you. Hey, anybody else?
1: Thank you for
0: Thank you for class. All right, Bo. So great thank you. What was the Oh, you like that bivactual? <laughs> <laughs> people are bivactual. Most people go one way or another. Vax or anti-vax, but there are some people that are bivactual. They, you know, they. It's very interesting. Come next, I'll share more of my research. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hi <laughs> Shri Gandharvika, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Wow. Anybody else?
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj.
0: Gail? Gail. Yeah. It
1: was one thing I was wondering about um, the Paul Krishna Das pastime. You know, um, Nidyananda, he showed how to not see the whole person in terms of their fault. But it looked like Lord Chaitanya was not doing that. So I'm just wondering if the only um, compensation we can kind of say is that I, I think he was the one who, was he the one who was singing for him after he committed suicide? Was that my well, computer. That's me?
0: someone else. But basically oh, okay. in, in this one is there's several points is that Sadur Eva Samantha, you consider masadu it doesn't mean you have to stay with the person or engage him. It was uh-huh. it, 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 Nityananda sent him away and gave him some service to do. That would be Lord Chaitanya's personal servant, so he didn't have to keep with him. And the other one is Ara Karuna Hoi Samsara Basana Mora Kaba tu chehabe. Lord Shaitanya, Lord Nityananda is very merciful. You know, he's, he's uh, the servitor to a Godhead. So there's, there's some quality there too. Oh, Rajeshree, you will have to get the um, tape of this class. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for class. Wow. This is a real Tamal Krishnamaraj day. <laughs> okay.
1: Go I was,
0: I was yeah. thinking recently of um, that one story that you t- told us about Dave, when you were going to Terkadamba, and you were playing chicken with the, <laughs> that bridge bossy girl on the bullock cart. Oh, yeah. I won't tell that whole story here, but I'm sure you appreciated that story very much. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Nice to see you. I remember sitting on the opposite side of that table, (laughs) eating your mutter paneer. I'll have to have you back. I'll have to come back soon. Okay. Please. All right. I'm... uh, Gonna head out now. Big day, a lot of things to do. Anybody around still at eleven o'clock? Come. Okay, Hare Krishna. Bunch of